This is your Sheriff's Report with Pine County Sheriff Jeff Nelson on the WCMP On Demand. Jeffrey, what's up, my man? You got some sick weekend plans coming up here? No. No? no. Nothing? You got nothing? Well, I'm, I might get a home project done. Oh, okay. What so, you doing? Uh, a second patio. A second patio? How the 1% live. That's right. Yeah, that's I don't right. even have one patio, and you're just flexing with your second patio? Yeah, it's what, more, there's, how many, more like just a little pad outside the back door. Don't, isn't there only two of you at your house right now? Essentially, yes. And you need two, one for each, I guess. That, that's You got me there. And you can guess which one I would get. The smaller the, of the, the two, I would assume so. The one out back that's not done yet. Yeah, and then so once just, as soon as I get it done, then, then I can the go back there and claim it. Yeah, that, well, that makes sense to me. So I'm excited, I guess, about that. Did you bring some stuff to talk about today, Sheriff? Uh, you know, I did a little bit. All right, go into it. So this is where it starts? Yeah, okay. all you, my friend. All right. Um, we did have a call about uh, census workers. I think it's... The first one that we really had called in, and uh, if my understanding is correct, they're done maybe today, so hopefully it'll be the last. <clears throat> but there was some uh, concern. Actually, one of the census workers called in and stated that as they were going house, um, doing their house checks and stuff, they were being told that a, air quote, census worker had already been there. So there uh, was some concern that there's um, some... Fake non census workers. workers out there trying to scam people. Uh, haven't heard of any uh, direct calls regarding that, but um, obviously there's safeguards built in on their identifications and all that kind of stuff. So, like I said, I think they're ending uh, possibly today, if not really soon, anyways. Um, so, don't uh, give out any personal information to someone on the census. Uh, collection stuff. They won't ask social security numbers. They won't ask bank information, that kind of stuff. So make sure you uh, don't give that out. If someone comes there and and claims they are uh, a census worker and, um, or if they keep showing up months after the census has been done. So um, either way, um, be, be aware that there could be some issues with that out there. Um, we had a um, some reports of, uh, and again, we're heading towards fall, believe it or not. I'm not sure what's happened to this year, but it's been a weird one. Um, and so we're getting uh, increased complaints of gunshots and um, shooting going on. Uh, most of them have um, been people getting ready for the fall, hunting seasons and stuff like that. So be aware that uh, bear season has started, that uh, started this week. Um, early goose season will be um, going this weekend, so expect to see a few more people out and about on that. Obviously, if you live in an area with some fields and some water, you might uh, um, see the geese around there and the, obviously uh, the, the hunters that follow them. And then small game will be starting up here uh, middle of this month. So uh, we always get the increase of uh, trespassing complaints that go with that, uh, whether they're people uh, out scouting where to put their deer stands or um, taking a walk through a woods uh, that they uh, might be pushing the boundaries on or 
confused about where they are actually going. So um, obviously uh, it happens every year and uh, don't expect it to uh, stop, I guess. But generally people are pretty good about dealing with that. Um, you know, talking to them and tell them where the lines are. And uh, most of those are honest mistakes. But uh, just be aware of that. The uh, increased traffic out in the in the uh, back roads and, and that kind of stuff. Uh, don't let that stop you from calling if you see something suspicious. Uh, you know, people shouldn't be hunting from the road or stopping at... Uh, random driveways and and stuff like that so we still obviously have the concerns of uh, burglaries uh, going on in the county and that kind of stuff so if you see something suspicious get a good description for us and uh, let us look into that and uh, we'll see why they're out there we did have <clears throat> excuse me a uh, a license plate and a uh, aftermarket backup camera that was attached to it uh, stolen from the Pokegama Lake access. Uh, the license plate number was 758MVR, Mary Victor Robert. If you see that around in someone's vehicle, let us know. Um, they're not supposed to have it. So we would uh, like to find out who did that and what they're doing stealing license plates. Um, we do get a few of those every year. Um, obviously, it... Uh, for different reasons and a lot of times they don't get away with that very long if, if they're out causing that kinds of problem they're usually drawing attention to themselves in different ways and uh, law enforcement runs the plate and will come up stolen so but if you see it obviously call us don't approach them don't um, intervene if you will uh, just let us know so we can look into it and see what's going on with that um we did have, uh, we put out on our Facebook page, or no, we did not put out on our Facebook page, but we put out a press release on an incident that we uh, had uh, on uh, September 1st. September started with uh, some excitement, I guess you'll say. The uh, deputies were called out to a residence early morning and um, on a report that an individual was parked in their a driveway and uh, was making some threats towards the residents and when the deputies approached he uh, was uh, uncooperative not responding appropriately when the deputies were trying to talk to him and uh, eventually uh, hopped back into his car and took off uh, drove up through the yard and then got back out to the driveway, went through the ditch, and, and uh, started a uh, uh, chase. Uh, it went, came down to uh, the South Pine City exit, and then uh, west from there, and then eventually the individual stopped and uh, fled on foot in, into a cornfield. And uh, when the deputies saw him take off, they saw that he had a, a knife in his hand when he took off, and uh, at that point, kind of slowed things down again and uh, tried to set up the good perimeter and got our uh, canine out, one of our canines. Um, Hazard came out and they, the individual kind of came in and out of view a couple different times. Um, 
acting again not uh, not appropriately, um, not uh, responding, not uh, interacting at times, uh, and then eventually the the deputies uh, approached him, and uh, at that point, um, the. Uh, scene kind of escalated a little bit with the threats and the knife involved and uh, the canine was used to apprehend him and in the process um, the, uh, the individual attempted to uh, stab the dog and uh, fortunately uh, the individual was taken into custody uh, without uh, the canine getting hurt. Um, one of the deputies had some uh, um, scrapes and bruises from uh, the uh, confrontation. Uh, the suspect received uh, some some minor injuries uh, from the uh, the dog and uh, was again taken into custody. Uh, I would say very successfully with uh, the incident that there was. So he's uh, currently in jail. Uh, has some has officially been charged and uh, again it. Uh, Looking at the scenario, I don't know how it could have gone much better um, based on the, the suspect's um, interactions. Seems and pretty lucky that uh, you had the canine unit available in that specific situation because without the canine unit, you might have to escalate that uh, level of force a little bit more. And when you got the canine and the ability to send the canine in there, and the canine's got a better job of, or a better ability, actually, probably than a human does, to take a person down when they're wielding a knife and stuff like that. Yeah, and it, you know, as we've talked about with the canine program, it, it adds so many things that you maybe wouldn't ask a person to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they go in and, and do their job with uh, um, some enthusiasm. So it's fun whether they're searching for a person whether they're searching for drugs um, or, uh, in this case, apprehension. They, they really do um, a great job for us. So it's been, a, I think, invaluable um, service that they offer to the county. And, again, in this case, it worked out really good. And, and like you point out, uh, you know, we have options on, on how to deal with somebody like that. Um, you know, obviously, some of them are... Uh, um, more extreme than others, and the canine really offers a good option that um, uh, isn't as risky to the deputies, obviously, and and also the suspect that at that point uh, needs to be taken into custody. Uh, you know, we need to do it as safely as we can for everybody, and uh, obviously do what we can to prevent him from committing further crimes, hurting somebody. Or you know, hurting himself at, at that point when, when things are uh, that amped up, if you will. So it was a like I said, I don't know that it could have gone any better than that. Um, and again, the dog did a great job, and, and the deputies obviously did a good job with that too, and figuring that out. So again, I, I do want to thank people. We've got a lot of uh, community support to keep that program going. Um, and uh, it's just, uh, again, it's been a great program, I think, for the county. Uh, we did have another incident uh, up in Asco over the weekend where there was a uh, um, bit of a confrontation at, at a bar up there, and uh, one of the individuals um, went out to the parking lot 
and the um, the incident um, continued out in the parking lot a little bit and they went and got a uh, gun out of their car and uh, ended up firing around up into the air um, and then took off. So they actually called us and, and let us know their side of, of what happened and um, we did respond up there. Uh, we ended up again taking that individual into custody for firing their gun as well. Um, it uh, didn't have to get to that point so uh, I, I would advise people to not bring their gun to a bar. Just think that's a good place to start. Uh, whether you leave it in your car, obviously you can't drink and carry uh, your gun if you have a permit or not. So once you decide that you're going to consume alcohol, you can, you know, you kind of give up that uh, ability to carry your gun with you at that point or to uh, interact with your gun at all, I would say, would be uh, fair. Um, and so I would, uh, again, if, if you know that you're going to go out drinking, if you know that you're going to go someplace where you might drink, don't bring your gun, don't put it in the car, don't have it with you at all because um, I don't know if you're aware of this, but sometimes when you're drinking, you, you might make a bad decision so i can name 13 off the top of my head wow sarah Ah. (laughs) classic um yeah that seems pretty reasonable so yeah and again uh fortunately no one was hurt um and uh again but totally avoidable all the way around if uh if they would have made a couple decisions before they started drinking and or um just walked away from an incident rather than standing there, I guess. So, again, we've seen a uh, we've seen a um, uptick, if you will, in uh, permits to purchase, permits to carry, which isn't unusual uh, coming up to an election, um, and some of the stuff that we've seen going on in uh, society in general uh, tends to increase people's. Um, concerns perhaps and uh, some of them decide that having a gun with them is a good thing to uh, to keep themselves safe and I would agree but it has to be done uh, reasonably obviously and um, just because you you think you're in the right um, doesn't mean that there are, you might not be accountable <clears throat> and uh, have some issues later so I, I think all the uh, the um, instructors locally that I'm aware of do a really good job of explaining that to people when they do permit carry classes and stuff like that, um, where, you know, just because you can doesn't mean you should. And um, just because you think you can doesn't mean you're always legally um, protected uh, on some of that activity. So there is a responsibility with hand, uh, with any guns, whether it's storing them safely or um, carrying them with you in public or, or having them around you. So, um, you know, I am a proponent of guns and uh, being able to protect yourself, but make sure you're doing it safely. Make sure you're doing it uh, within the, uh, the law so you don't get yourself in trouble um, when you had other options. So I think that's all I need to say about that. All right. 
Does that do it then? That is kind of the list for today. Well, Sheriff, thank you so much for stopping on by, and we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. You have been listening to a WCMP production.